For many years now, I've questioned what an author looks like today. Who is a real writer? Who is a real author? And a lot of that is because I've had that question turned on me too often by traditionally published authors and events. But honestly, we seem stuck in this idea that a writer is somebody who makes books. Because books have been the primary means of communication, of storytelling, for a couple hundred years now. And I want to ask the question, is that what it means to be a writer in 2020? Let's talk about that on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. and today I actually want to talk about what that means to be a writer. What is a writer? Who is a writer? What, it, what makes someone an author? But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast and whatever app you're listening to me on, it really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you to everyone who has already done that. And yeah, Mm. this is a, a hard topic and it's one that we have discussed on this show now for such a long time. And it's one that's really been bubbling around in my head a lot lately because I think there's a lot of questions that we need to ask, not only as creatives, but as readers, because story has changed. And I don't mean like the fundamentals of story. We've been telling stories in pretty much the same ways since we first started recording them. You know, we may have changed format. They're not all epic poems anymore. But then again, the stories no longer require being memorized so that they can be recited. So, you know, the format has changed, but the fundamentals of what a story is haven't. But in the modern era, we have so many different ways to express ourselves. And I think this is what it really boils down to in the question of what is an author? What makes someone an author. Because there are a lot of us who want to tell stories, and we have stories to tell, but previously, we only had one choice, and that was to either, well, two, really. We could either write short stories and hope for magazine publication, or we could write novels and hope and pray that somebody will pick our book out of the stack, like it, and we'll get to go into print. And as with almost everything in our modern era, the internet has changed everything. So what, what are we going to do? What, what is a story now? And I bring this up because here we are in an age where we have things like Welcome to Nightville, 
Nightvale can't talk today, which tells us a story, but in a very non-traditional way. And it's, it, okay, we could say that that's out of the tradition of the radio plays. Okay. Okay. So, mm, but are the people that make that authors? What about the serialized fiction that happens all over the place from Wattpad to Smashwords to people's blogs? We find it in podcast form all over the internet now. What about them? Are they authors? Are what they doing making a book? Does it matter if at the end a novel or a book is made? Now, the reason I'm asking this is because for a while there, in the early 2000s, it looked like we may have started entering the age of the hypertext novel. And these were interesting experiments of stories that could be dipped in in various places, and using the hyperlinks, you could jump around and read the story in a myriad of different ways. They were interesting, and there are some still ongoing. But I, I would say that a hypertext novel in this context is different than just something that you put up on your blog. Because most of them were not intended to be read in their entirety in a particular order. And then comes World Anvil. World Anvil has really messed my head up when it comes to thinking about what it means for me to be a writer. And what does it mean to tell a story? Because World Anvil, one, allows me to share my world building with you all. And this is not a, a paid thing. <laughs> they have not advertised. This they, is not sponsored. They, they're not paying me for this. I'm paying them for the right to use the service. It's just the more I play with their features, the more I look at what I can do there, the more I'm looking at a completely different style of storytelling. I'm able to put up myths and legends. I'm able to put up histories and timelines and hyperlink them all together. I'm able to create characters who each have their own journal and can communicate with each other via an almost um, social media-like interface. Is that writing? Is that being an author? And I want to bring this up because in this day and age, there are two things that we need to consider if we are wanting to tell fiction. One, and that's where is the audience? Is, is somebody actually going to participate in the mechanism by which we're telling the story? And two, if we're wanting to make a living, or at least make some money off of it, is there a mechanism for doing so? And I think that's why the analogy of the book has survived into the present day, because with Scrivener or Ulysses and Vellum especially, it's really easy to put out a book. We write the story, especially with Vellum, you set it up, you hit the button, it exports for all the major formats, and all you have to do is set up your accounts and upload them. 
And it's something that people understand, and it's not new, and it's not different than what came before, other than the fact that the gatekeepers are no longer there keeping people out. We don't have monsters at the gates waiting to take the souls of those who should not try to enter. So any of us can tell a story. You look at the way that a site like Wattpad is set up. It presupposes in many ways that you're making a book, whether it's an anthology of short stories or a serialized novel. It assumes that the final product is going to be a book because that is the idiom that we have settled on as the means for telling a story. Is it the one that we want? What if we want to do something different? What if we want to try to change the way we tell stories? What if novels are only a part of it? And I really want to get your mind going on this, because with some of the tools that we have available now, well, what if we do a podcast that's different from the book, from a different point of view from the book, that adds to the world of the book? Is it only us being an author if we then produce a book? And the reason I bring that up is when you want to be a storyteller, we've lost the term storyteller in our vernacular. We have screenwriters, we have novelists, we have writers, which generally means that we're creating some type of media. We're either a novelist, we're writing comic books. Sometimes we will shorten screenwriter to just writer, but not too often. But with the new examples of storytelling that we have available to us, we need to expand our idea of what makes someone an author. Because I think we're limiting the possibilities before us. We are limiting the avenues by which we can explore the worlds and the tales and the characters that come into our mind. If at the end of the day, what makes us a real writer is that we are producing books. I'm not saying that we give up the book. I love books. I love books. I love audiobooks. I love many types of fiction. But I think we're pigeonholing ourselves if we're just sticking to this idea that story has to be encapsulated in that way. Or are we? Maybe I'm completely wrong about all of this. I know, I know. I can hear what you're saying. I can hear it through my screen as I'm recording this. Yes, Charlie, Charlie, I know what you're thinking. You're wanting to know if a world builder is an author. Yeah, th that's what I'm wanting to know. Because to me, they're synonymous. And this is, I think, something that comes about because we have tools like World Anvil and we have our own websites and whatever, however we want to tell that version of the story. You see, I got into fiction because I loved the worlds. I not only bought the Lord of the Rings books, but the Silmarillion, and I voraciously watch and read everything that I can about the world that Tolkien created. 
The same is true for Star Trek and Star Wars. I probably own more guidebooks and things about the lore than I do of the actual content that they produced. And I think that's the very interesting question that I find myself facing as I'm struggling with my own writing and what it is that I want to be doing. Because when I'm working on world building, there's a, there's a voice in the back of my head that says, this isn't writing. This isn't what you need to be doing. If you want to get to that place, you need to get a book done. And yeah, I'm not, like I've said a thousand times, I'm not saying that I'm going to stop writing books or that we should stop writing books or that books are just passe and we should let them go. What I am trying to say is that we need to re-examine our relationship between author and book. Now that we live in a world where behind-the-scenes material and world-building material is being shared so much more freely, and for many people is a big draw for the audience, is that not part of the writing process? Is that not what makes someone an author? If someone makes an extensive world, whether or not they produce a novel doesn't matter. They are a writer, aren't they? I mean, in my book, they definitely are, because that is writing. Creatively storytelling is writing, and that's what an author does. We tell stories, and we tell it in the best way that we can for the story that we're wanting to tell. And on that second note of how are we going to make money off of this, well, there's this magical thing called Patreon that exists now, where people that like what we're doing can support the work that we're doing. So there actually is a way to make money, and who knows, maybe even a living, as a world builder. And that's magical. That's wonderful. That's something that I never would have foreseen before Patreon came about. I mean, I worked with other systems before. I don't know if anybody remembers the honor system that Amazon had way back in the day. We used to accept payments on the honor system. It was a way that you could donate money to the show and to the website and for various things that we did over the years. It was kind of a very early precursor to Patreon and the things that we have now. It was replaced by PayPal for a lot of people, but I can't be involved with anything Peter Thiel related for reasons. But yeah, I think there's a way to make money there. There's a way to make a living there, and there's a way to tell stories there. And more than anything, I just want to bring this liberation that I've gotten to in my own mind to other people. Because I think we've trapped ourselves into these boxes, because we as a species love boxes. Classification is kind of our thing. I think that's why some of us enjoy doing world building and why other people enjoy reading it. We like to put things into a box. And so for those of us who have this desire, I want to be an author, well, Traditionally, that has meant making a novel. And while novels are fun, and there are things that we should continue to do, they're not the end-all and be-all of what it is to be an author. As long as you can create a story that can be participated in by the minds of others, be that through a podcast, through a website, 
through an audiobook, through a textbook, through pictures, whatever. You are an author. And we need to accept that. And we need to go forward with that. Because too often I hear people arguing over whether someone is a quote-unquote real author or a real writer. Anyone who puts pen to paper, anybody who tells a story is a real author. That's what it takes. It takes telling the story and finding the courage and the strength to see it through. And what we need to do now more than ever is embrace the diversity of ways in which those stories can be told, those stories can be unfolded, and those stories can be shared with a much wider world. And once we do that, who knows what magical and wondrous things we will end up discovering. Because as long as we, and when I say we, I mean more the writing community, and <laughs> we, we have certain images in our head. We want to be the next Neil Gaiman, or the next Stephen King, or fill in your person. See, I used to say I want to be the next J.K. Rowling, and then I learned things about her, and I don't want that anymore. Though, I will take the billion dollars. <laughs> that would be nice. But yeah, we, we have these images. And most of those names that I listed are from the before time, when the internet was just growing, when it was just developing. And when you think about it, we're still in this nascent period. We don't know what the internet is going to become. We don't know what tools we'll end up having how story will be able to continue to evolve and change and grow over time. And we need to open our minds and open our eyes to all of those possibilities so we don't limit ourselves. Because my biggest fear is not necessarily that people will look at me and say, you're not an author because you spend a lot of your time world building. My biggest fear is that out there somewhere, hopefully listening to the sound of my voice right now, there is somebody who has an idea that is so different for a way to tell a story that they don't believe that it's possible and that they don't believe that they will be able to find an audience for it. And they're afraid to start and they're going to try to force that beautiful new thing into a format devised in the 1700s. And yes, it may still work as a novel, and people like me, who grew up without the internet, I struggle sometimes to see how it can be used. And who knows what people who have been born after the internet will find for its uses? Who knows what marvelous new forms of entertainment we will discover as time goes on? But my biggest fear, because of this closed loop within the writing community, of people to define who is and who is not a real author, and who is and is not a real writer, and who can use that nomenclature, that it will frighten someone who has actually figured out that next step from taking it and sharing that beautiful creation with the rest of us. This isn't a follow your dreams kind of speech, but it's a have vision. Allow yourself to feel where you want your story to go and where it belongs. Because only 
through that will we find the next great thing. And who knows what it will be. Who knows, maybe VR is the next thing. It's been the next thing since I was a little kid, and I'm not a little kid anymore. (laughs) Who knows? Dream big. We need it, especially now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate it, whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, please, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Just click that link, keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a dollar, you can pass my way. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. Please consider joining the project. It means the world to me. Everyone who does that, thank you. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody you think would like what I do, do share it with them. Especially if you know somebody who's thinking of doing something audacious who needs to hear this episode. Share it with them. We need dreamers. We need visionaries now more than ever. You have no idea how much that helps. Alrighty, I think that's it. I think that's all that I had to say. Yeah, I've really been thinking about this a lot, and it's, I don't know, I i don't know that I have distinct answers, but I think we're entering a beautiful new world, and I can't wait to see what we all find together when we get there. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.